0: This is Samantha Farley Hildebrandt. My new last name is Hildebrandt, so you guys have to get used to that one. (laughs) I am a type one diabetic as of February 18th, 2021. And today I want to talk about all the health issues that can happen after being diagnosed with type one diabetes. So as you know, I have had type one diabetes for over two years now. Prior to having type one diabetes, the only health concern I had was hypothyroidism. So I've had hypothyroidism since I was like 17. I was diagnosed in high school and really up until you know the type one diabetes moment, that was the only health concern I ever had. And that was the easiest health issue that I had. All I had to do was take a pill every single morning to manage my thyroid and that was it. I never had any issues with my thyroid or anything like that. Obviously, fast forward to 2021, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes. I was having all of the classic symptoms of thirst, weight loss, vision loss, all all of the above. I I had everything. (laughs) And that was a shock to my family because hypothyroidism runs in my family, but not type one diabetes. No one in my family has type one diabetes. I am the only one. And when I talked to my doctor about it, she said, it doesn't really work that way. That like hypothyroidism does not bring on type one diabetes. It's the opposite. So if you have type one diabetes, you have a higher chance of getting hypothyroidism, but not the opposite way. And so I was a little confused because I'm like, well, my whole family, we all have well, we It's kind of a mix. We have hypothyroidism and hyperthyroidism in my family, but no one else has had type 1 diabetes. So I'm like, okay, something kind of brought this on. What was it? I clearly just had the gene in my body and COVID triggered that gene to kill my pancreas. And so I have type 1 diabetes now. And it's kind of crazy because after I was diagnosed, I would say the first year was totally fine. I mean, totally fine. I say that like it was... Easy. I mean, in other health concerns. I didn't have anything else going on except for type 1 diabetes, which obviously is enough health issues to last the world. So I'm not acting like type 1 diabetes is easy by any means. But now that I've lived with it for two and a half years, I'm like, holy crap, there are so many other health issues that can happen after you get one autoimmune disease. So I want to talk a little bit more about that and how my life has changed since being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. About a year after being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes, I started having symptoms, crazy symptoms. Now, this was a year ago from today. May of 2022 is when I started getting weird symptoms. My head started itching like crazy. My face was getting swollen. I was getting body rashes in the heat, especially. And then I also had nerve pain. So, like, so it was weird. Like, if I moved an arm or if I moved a leg, I would get like a rush of nerve pain for 10 seconds and then it would go away. But it was every single time I moved. So anything from like, oh, reaching to get a glass or just, you know, moving my leg on the couch to a different position, I would get that nerve pain. It was absolutely terrible. It took about two and a half, three months to figure out what was going on with me there. And we came to the conclusion that it is a gluten sensitivity. I had the whole endoscopy done to find out if I was celiac, that was negative. So they came to the conclusion that I am a non-celiac gluten sensitivity. I went and saw so many doctors during that time because I was in so much pain to try to figure out what was going on. And usually those things can happen after a big event as well. Like similar to type one diabetes, how we get it after having the flu or COVID or any type of sickness or virus. The same thing is sort of similar to a gluten sensitivity. And I didn't have any sickness during that time. And what we came to figure out is that it probably was from my friend's bachelorette party, which is insane to me. I was out that night, the bachelorette party, until about 3 a.m. We had a lot of drinks because it's a bachelorette party. We were at a bar just having fun. And I don't do that very often. Even back then I didn't do that very often. Like I never I'm an early, as you guys know, I'm an early riser and I go to bed early as well. So staying out till like 3 a.m., I think something triggered in my body along with all the alcohol that I was drinking that kind of flipped the switch and started to give me sensitive to gluten and wheat, which is just crazy how that works. Cause that's the only thing that us that myself and the doctors could figure out that might may have triggered it because apparently alcohol can do that as well. If you get way too drunk, it can change it. So for the past year, I have been following a gluten-free diet, which has saved me. I feel a thousand times better in that area. And it's just been amazing. Like absolutely amazing not eating gluten. It's difficult. And people always ask me, they're like, what's harder, type 1 diabetes or you know, being gluten free. And type one diabetes wins that every single time because it's a constant, you know, thing that we have to deal with. However, being gluten free is also a challenge. And especially when you throw both of them together, it's just like, oh, it's terrible. So if any of you are also gluten free and a diabetic, like you understand what I'm talking about. Thankfully here in Colorado, everyone's very, very helpful with the gluten free. Like most restaurants have an option, which is really nice. I still struggle with it though, because I don't know, two years ago I was healthy. And so I don't know, I'm still accepting the fact that I have type one diabetes and I'm accepting the fact that I'm now gluten free because it's just, it's it's been such a life change for me being going from extremely healthy to not healthy. And you know what I mean, like having more health issues. So it's been quite a change. After the gluten sensitivity, as I started to heal in August, of 2022, I started getting other symptoms because of what I went through over the summer. So I started getting leg cramps, which I still have to this day. I cannot figure out why I have leg cramps. I also get it in my abdomen, but mostly in my legs. Each week, it's different. Like some weeks are better than others. Some weeks I have no idea what's going on, but I get a cramp every minute, no joke. In my legs, Charlie horse, full on cramps. And i can't figure out what it is so i'm actually going to a rheumatologist at the end of june to try to figure that out because the fact that it's already lasted like eight months doesn't make any sense i've been taking electrolytes you know all of the thing and nothing is solving the problem magnesium has been helping me but not to the extent of like curing my cramps by any means so that's one problem i had and still have to this day And then I also, in October, September and October timeframe, I lost half of my head of hair. You may have noticed in some of my videos, it was a pretty tragic moment for me. I, ugh, it was terrible. That's another thing that nobody should ever make fun of anybody for because hair loss is, especially for a female, is like, it's just very tragic. And I lost, I'm not kidding, half of my head of hair. I can show you pictures if you want it was pretty bad when i was running the new york city marathon with the beyond type one team i had half a head of hair and i tried to make it not very noticeable of course i don't want people to notice that i don't have hair but there's only so much i could do and so you know i wore a hat and i it just that was tough too and when i went to see the doctor that was because i went through so much pain in the summer that that The hair loss is my body's response to that. So when you go through a stressful event with your body, you tend to lose your hair a couple months later. It's basically your body trying to heal itself. So it's like, okay, we gotta get all this out to like start again. And that is what my body did. And so that's why I start, that's why I think that my cramps are also associated with what I went through over the summer, but I can't figure out how to solve it. Thankfully, my hair is growing back, It's still not like super long, but as you can see here, like I had the little wisps, which you've probably noticed also in my videos, but it's great because it's finally growing back and I'm very thankful for that. So I don't really care what my hair looks like now, as long as I have hair. So (laughs) I'm happy about that. Okay, now my most recent issue. Well, this also has been kind of going on for the past few months, but I also have this weird pigmentation on my legs. It's mostly on my thighs and the back of my thighs, but I do also have it on my calves and the lower part of my body as well, and a little bit on my hips, but mostly on my thighs. I thought this was just related to the celiac thing or non-celiac gluten sensitivity, um, and I thought it would go away. Well, it has not gone away, so I've also had this skin pigmentation for eight months. And I decided it's time to go to the dermatologist and figure out what the heck is going on with that. Cause it's embarrassing now that summer's coming out and I have to wear shorts and my legs are all like, it almost looks like a spider webby thing on my legs. Like almost like blood vessels kind of popped. So it's like dark in certain areas on my legs, which I can also show you a photo, but it's, it's was time to go to the dermatologist. So I went to the dermatologist yesterday for that and She took a biopsy of my skin and whatever they do for biopsies underneath the skin to see what it was. She has some ideas of what it could be, but we're gonna wait on that, obviously, until I get the test results back to make a conclusive decision. But I wanted to bring this up because going through all these health issues after being diagnosed with type one diabetes has been very difficult for me. I think it's mostly around like acceptance because it's one thing after another, and I feel like I'm not getting a break, right? Like I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, and then a year later I was diagnosed with non-celiac gluten sensitivity, and now a year later I'm going to the dermatologist and possibly getting diagnosed with something else because of my skin issues. She thinks it's related to lack of blood flow in my legs, basically, and there's a lot of diseases around that, so I will of course update you guys once I get the results, but I am just like, so annoyed by what's going on. I don't understand because overall, I'm a very healthy person. Sure, I you know snack on crap here and there, but overall, I am pretty healthy. I work out literally every single day of the week, whether that's going for really long walks or lifting or running, I work out every single day. And so it frustrates me because I'm trying to be healthy and protecting my future with my health and all these things just keep happening. It's very common once you get one autoimmune disease to get another and honestly have that continue and keep getting more as you get older. But it's so frustrating because I can't do anything about autoimmune diseases, you know what I mean? If you have an autoimmune disease, you understand what I'm talking about. Like, There's only so much we can control, which is like eating healthy, working out, just trying to stay active, drinking a lot of water. Like Those are the only things we can really do, but things just keep popping up for me and it's extremely, extremely frustrating. I would love to hear your stories if you're similar to me and have been diagnosed with type one and then other autoimmune kept popping up. I know that it's very common. I've heard stories of people that have type one that just keep getting all of these other autoimmune diseases, but it's so frustrating. Like, what do we do about that? Like, it's so annoying. I just hope that the health issues that are coming out for me are, I'm able to treat them. I really hope that because it kind of scares me going forward and I don't know, like I almost need someone to help me just figure out what can I control in this situation? I mean, yes, I'm gonna to try to be eating a little bit healthier, drinking a lot of water, going for walks, working out, whatever, but is there other anything else I can do? Like I, I wanna know because it's super, super frustrating going through all of this. So please comment below, let me know what autoimmune diseases you have, but I'd love to just connect with all of you and share like if you're going through similar things, I'm here for you. I, I'm i sorry that you're going through this because it's super annoying. And we got to stay together and stick together because a lot of people are healthy and it's frustrating seeing people that are healthy when I'm not. So this was kind of a rant because I've just been so frustrated with my health issues lately. That's all I wanted to talk about today. I will chat with you guys next week. See you guys. Bye. a free gift on your diversity head over to type one tribe.com and enter your information in the pop-up you have to enter your name in your diversity date in your email and then on your diversity you will receive a special gift in your email so go ahead and head over to type one tribe.com and enter that info in the pop-up